Welcome to Your Divorce Planner Podcast. I'm your host, Heidi B., certified divorce coach, event expert, and go-to gal for navigating the next steps of your divorce journey. I'm so happy you've tuned in for the tools, topics, and truth talk to start transforming your life today. I truly believe that with a powerful planning partner, you will heal the heartbreak and move forward faster. Without further delay, let's continue creating your comeback today. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Ironically, this episode airs October 31st, Halloween. And that's a perfect segue into holiday mania. I don't know about you, but this time of year used to send me into a whirlwind. It goes fast, and a lot of us are trying to cram a lot of extras into our lives over the next two to three months. Why the extra? Because the cyclone of celebrations is in full effect. We've got Thanksgiving, then Christmas, then New Year's. And if you're into all of them, it can create overwhelm in general. But then add on being divorced and navigating that for the first time or even on repeat. And trust me, I get it. I did it. I used to feel like I was trying to survive it. It's a whole nother level. So I want to help you with my top five holiday heartbreak hacks. Say that five times. Holiday heartbreak hacks. So let's break it down and see, first of all, what are the real issues at heart here? You know, it's not fun to be partnerless during the holidays or any time in general, quite frankly, is it? And unfortunately, divorce can create a lot of limiting and bullying-like beliefs from ourselves that we place on ourselves like shame, blame, guilt, or this one's my least favorite, the coulda, shoulda, woulda cycle. And by the way, none of these support your healing journey whatsoever. So if you're letting any of these things, the shame, the blame, the guilt, the shoulda, coulda, wouldas, just on a regular cycle of repeat, if you're doing those things and they're taking over your busy brain, get a coach in your pocket right now and work that shit out because it's holding you back. It is holding you back from your joy, from creating your new normal, from taking all the steps forward. It is literally getting in your way and roadblocking you. And the good news is, is that there are so many tools and practices. I'm talking practical things that you can start doing today to start finding yourself, reclaiming your joy, reclaiming your life and feeling like yourself again. I know this because I resisted getting support for like three years. And then when I finally did the work, it changed my life and I couldn't help but want to share that with every single person going through divorce from that point on. Because I just didn't realize how many tools there were actually out there that could make me feel different every single day. So another issue for me was what I call avoiding the asks, all right? The holidays can sometimes bring together extended family or friends maybe you haven't seen in quite some time. And maybe you're not ready to talk about your heartache or healing status with a bunch of people who maybe you only see during the holidays, right? Or even your closest friends. Maybe you fear being asked, how are you? Or where is your spouse? If you haven't yet shared the news, 
you know, and actually deep down, you're kind of feeling shitty, right? So rather than allow ourselves to navigate these situations in a way that feels good, or maybe we'll find a way to hide or come up with excuses on why we can't make it, or even worse, attend anyways and fake it till you make it. And whoo, all of those give me the jitters just to say out loud. But I'm sharing these realities with you so you can choose differently this holiday season. It all starts now. It's time to really step in. Don't wait for all these things to pass. Step into it in a different way this season. So you may not realize it, but grief can kick into full effect during the holiday season. Why? Because part of the grieving process is allowing your heart to release what your mind thought you were creating together, right? You had all these hopes and dreams and wishes of what you were going to do together and how life was going to be and what it was supposed to look like, the shoulda, coulda, wouldas, all the things, right? And so the grief is real in remembering that you're not just grieving the version of you from the marriage. You're grieving the version of you now and you're grieving the future version of you that you thought was going to be walking this path together forever. And the holiday traditions remind us a lot about those hopes and those dreams and the gratitude for what we've been creating. And let me tell you, the Hallmark Channel is not helping us process the reality of grief. If you want the fast track to isolation during the holidays and stay stuck in the divorce ditch, go ahead and torture yourself by turning that station on. You'll sit in your sorrows from now until through the new year. But you know what? Listen in. You deserve way more than that. And the reality is that our grief needs to be witnessed to work its way through our system. And if it's not witnessed in a safe space, you'll continue to suffer from that, what I call this concept of emotional constipation. So it has a kind of a silly name, but it makes sense. Think about it. No one wants to be like stopped up in their system, right? It hurts. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts. And the same thing with our emotional system. If we stuff the grief and just hope for it to pass, once the family traditions are out of the way, you know, we think we bind this false belief that we're going to feel free and free from like all that internal wrath and free from the emotional backup. And But it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way until we work through those emotions. We have to let that emotional crap pass through our systems and then we feel lighter and then we feel better. Okay. So I'm going to address one of the biggest things that is such a bugger during the holidays. All right. So let's just say it out loud. Loneliness is a bitch. There, I said it. I said it. But loneliness is actually a limiting belief. It's buying into the belief that because you are flying solo, you are missing something or lacking something. But I call BS on loneliness. It's a real feeling, but we don't give ourselves enough credit to flip the script on this one. If you are lonely, it may be because you are hyper-focused on lack. And the more we focus on what we don't have, the more that energy and feeling takes up precious real estate in our bodies and becomes the reason for our lack. Loneliness is kind of like an easy out, if you will. It's sort of like saying to yourself, 
well, I'm not willing to shift this perspective. It's just loneliness at play. No way, bestie. If you're listening to this, I consider you one of my divorce besties, even if I don't know you yet. I'm not going to let that happen to you. Drop that bullying belief right now. If you are feeling lonely this holiday season, that is simply your body making a request to do something different. It's not your permission to ignore, isolate, or distract yourself from moving forward. But I see so many people doing just that. In fact, I did that. I did that. That's why I'm so passionate about sharing this information with you and giving you options to do it different than I did because it just delayed my desires and roadblocked my holiday seasons, quite frankly. It did that until I got so tired of looking at my sad, isolated self in the mirror that I finally got up and did something different with it. And that's what I want to invite you to do too. This episode is your permission slip to do something different. So let's recap the driving forces behind the holiday heartbreak, and then we'll get into the good stuff, the hints for healing this and doing it differently. So number one, that crave of connection, right? That gets in our way because we crave that connection. We crave that partnership. Number two, feeling lost in that loneliness, subscribing to that limiting belief. Number three, going through grief rather than growing through grief. There's two different things at play here. Grief needs to be realized. It needs to be witnessed. And if we don't do it right, we get really, really just stuck in it, which leads to number four, staying stuck in that sad spiral, that emotional constipation. And you're just all stopped up and you're all clogged up and you need to find some release to have peace. And then number five, avoiding those asks, avoiding those, you know, those moments where people are going to ask you for different answers to where you're at and things like that. So I ask you, which ones of these can you identify with? Maybe it's one or all of them. The reality is that they pop up hardcore for many of my divorce besties and clients. So let's talk about some of my high level holiday hints. And then I'm going to give you the best holiday healing hint of all. So hang on with me until the very end. All right. So the first thing that we want to focus on as it relates to craving connection, here's my tip for this. Try a new group. I want you to use this time to get curious about new interests, new opportunities, new things that may excite you or interest you. This is very, very important because it becomes something that you allow yourself to have for yourself and look forward to on a regular basis and maybe even foster new relationships that you didn't think that you need, different connections that you didn't think that you need. So I want you to make a list of all those things that maybe you've been interested in. You can also go on Facebook. You can go on meetup.com. There are so many places where you can at least just start looking to try a new group. Right. And for a lot of us in the divorce world, I know for me, I lost basically my entire friend group through divorce because we shared friends that initiated with my ex husband's friendships. So that just happens. And so finding new friendships and new groups was a big part of my healing journey. So if you're craving connection, new groups, 
It's in your hands to do something different with this. The second thing I'll say is there's no better time during the year to be a volunteer. There are so many people in need. There are so many people whose hearts are also healing at a deep level. And so I like to tell people, give what you need most. This was a huge, huge healing point for me. It gets me choked up just thinking about it. But during some of the first holidays by myself, I just decided to go do a gift wrapping thing. And I met really great people who have really huge hearts. It was a really fun experience. I did food drives. I did cleanups and different things like that. And just seeing the impact that you can have when you're hurting and giving out what you need most is such a fulfilling way to connect with yourself and with others. So go volunteer. And the third thing is be the inviter. If you're truly craving connection and you're not really sure that you want to attend some of the other experiences that are going on for whatever your reasons are, they're totally valid. Instead, be the inviter. Curate the experience you need right now. Maybe that looks like having four of your closest friends who you've told about your divorce to come to a pajama party and wear their pajamas and bring their snacks and, you know, watch Elf. I don't know. But whatever it is that you need, be the inviter so that you can really feel good about what that connection looks like for you. Because it can be, there's already so much uncertainty happening that if we can start to be the owners of our experiences, things like that, people love to be invited to things, then it starts to feel like we are in control and have that certainty piece. And it's really, that's a really important piece of healing. So that is our number one hint. Number two, if you're feeling lost in the loneliness, here are my top tips. First of all, check your story and buy into a better belief. All right? Check your story and buy into a better belief. Choose to be intentional with where the focus is in each moment. You get to choose to change the channel in your mind. And we don't give ourselves enough credit for this because our brain is just shooting. It's just firing 24-7 with lots of different ideas. And we have to be careful about the ones that are bullying us versus bestieing us. You want your bestie channel on full alert during the holidays. And I want you to be intentional about what you're focusing on. If you're focusing on loneliness, maybe we need to lean into something else. The other part of this is I want you to write this one down because it uh, it might hit differently, but it's really important. Do you like who you are with when you are alone? Let it sink in. Do you like who you are with when you are alone? Because when we're alone, who are we with? We're with ourselves. And sometimes it's hard for us to admit that we don't like being alone because we haven't fallen deeply enough in love with ourselves first. So I encourage you to not use the loneliness excuse, but instead say, I'm adjusting to being alone. That's the truth, right? You're making a lot of adjustments to being alone. And then sit with yourself, ask yourself what you need most during this alone time, and then give it to yourself. We cannot 
sit in this space of requiring other humans in any capacity, our family members, our friends, or our romantic relationships to be responsible for making us whole. The Jerry Maguire quote, you complete me is complete bullshit. You need to complete yourself first and then everything else is a cherry on top of that. It's the only way to live fully aligned in life is to fall deeply, deeply in love with yourself. So ask yourself that question. Do you like who you are with when you are alone? If the answer is no, then that's where we start. That's where we start. And we maximize our alone time. Again, there are experts out there. We do this in my coaching practice that are gonna help you learn how to do this in a way that feels so much better than it is right now. I want you to lean into the lonely and ask yourself, what is this here to show me? What is this here to teach me? Those two questions will change your life if you let them. All right, let's go on to number three, going through grief. There is one major thing here, and there's so many ways to go about it. But the point here is find a safe circle for the grief to be shared. There are hundreds of resources. If you need any suggestions, please DM me, message me, sign up for a free clarity call with me so we can help you find a safe circle for the grief to be shared. Now, I know so many of you are going to want to rush and say, oh, well, I thank goodness I have a good family. I tell my mom everything. I tell my dad everything. I tell my sisters and my brothers everything. Whatever it is, my best friend is the most incredible best friend. And that's a really beautiful place to start. But an even better place to start is people who don't know the relationship that you've been in. And I know that sounds ass backwards, but it is super on point because people who don't know the entire relationship and don't don't need to take sides, but can relate to where you're at, it's going to provide a new lens and perspective and level of support that you may not realize is available yet. So we'll leave it at that for now. If you're going through grief, find a safe circle for the grief to be shared. And actually, I have one more thing to say about that. The reason why we want to go above and beyond the family and friend circle is that sometimes we hold back because we don't necessarily want to be a burden to those people that we love. We want them to think that we're further along than we than we actually are. We don't want them to get caught up in the hurt or the pain or the, all that stuff. So it is important to find a safe circle outside of your close-knit friends and family. Number four, stuck in the sad spiral and emotionally constipated. The point on this one, the tip on this one is move that shit. Move that shit. <laughs> okay. So the things that I teach in my coaching practice are lots of modalities around breath, movement, sound, touch. Those are the four modalities that will help us move our emotions. Breath work or breathing techniques, moving our bodies, sounding it out, and physical touch. That is with self and from others. So you got to move that shit. If you don't have someone who is teaching you how to do these things, you got to. All right. That's how you get out of the sad spiral. And that's how you get unemotionally constipated. You move that shit. There's no other way. There's not a fast track. You must do the work. All right. And number five, avoiding the asks or how-to answers. So there's a couple things here. I invite you to, this one really changed the game for me. 
communicate in advance with the people you love. Our loved ones are trying to be as tender and as thoughtful as they can most of the time. Not everyone, but most of the time. But they don't necessarily know how to do that because they are not mind readers. They do not know what you need today or tomorrow or in 10 days or at the party. They don't know if you want to sit in between people. They don't know if you want to talk about it or not talk about it. They don't know if they're being rude if they ask about it or if they don't ask about it. They can't read your mind and each one of us is a, is unique on our journey. Some of us want to be asked about it because that shows a level, level of care and compassion. Others of us are, how dare you ask about that? Because I'm like, it's my private thing I'll talk about when I want to. The important thing here is communicate in advance with the people you love. This is what I need. This is how I'm feeling. This is what I don't need. And I've given myself permission to do whatever that is. Please understand this is a part of my healing journey. Those are all prompts you can use with your loved ones. But the key is do it before the gathering. Do it before the get together. Here's where I'm at. Here's what I need. Here's how I'm feeling. Here's what I don't need. Here's what's not helpful. And also maybe letting them know, hey, I've given myself permission to like come as long as it feels good and then take off. So if I don't make it through dessert or if I'm not up for playing the game or doing the gift swap or staying, you know, to sing karaoke until two in the morning, like whatever it is, I don't know what your family traditions are. It's good to communicate to your friends and family in advance. Like, this is what it looks like. Just know, like, it's nothing personal. I just need to do the holidays a little bit differently this year. And what's best for me, it would be really helpful for you to know this in advance. So this was a really, really helpful thing for me. The second thing is choose your replies in advance. This category is all about preparation. If you haven't seen the theme, choose your replies in advance. So if you know, write down all the questions that maybe you have some anxiety about people asking or, yeah, questions you think people are going to ask and you're feeling a little shaky about it, choose your replies in advance. Maybe it's something like, I've been moving through some tough stuff and looking forward to a new year. Maybe it's, and these are all maybe responses to somebody saying, so how you doing? How's it going? How you been? Because again, sometimes during the holidays, we see people for the first time in a long time and like they either have no clue or they they just don't know you as well as you thought they did. And so we got to have some prompts here. It's like, how you doing? Actually, I'm pretty sad. This holiday stuff is hard, but I'm glad to be out of the house and see everyone tonight. The key here is don't lie. Don't fake it till you make it. There's no need for that. You get to show up as you are where you're at and divulge as much or as little as you feel necessary. So give yourself permission to have those replies in advance, have those conversations in advance, and also give yourself permission to come and go as you wish. You don't have to hold it all together or stay until the host expects. And if they're giving you a hard time, you really need to stand your ground and just say, I know what's best for me. Trust me. I need to go. Or I know it's best for me. Trust me. Like I'm just not into this conversation. So those are my top five holiday hacks for healing hearts. But even with these awesome hacks, you might want to go back and listen to this two, three times and let it all sink in, write things down. But even with these awesome hacks, I know that you deserve and desire more. Not just hacks, but a step-by-step process and system of how to feel like you again, 
how to find your new normal again, how to know what to do next and start finally moving forward faster. Is this resonating with you? Because I know that's where I was at. So I know when I went through divorce, I wished someone would have just told me what to do to feel better. And I would have done almost anything to get out of that dumb divorce ditch and feel like me again, wouldn't you? I mean, that's why I knew that it was time to gift you something for the holidays early. I decided that now is the time to give you a coach, a community, and a four-part proven process I used to create my comeback and helped other divorced women do the same. So my signature system and sisterhood is on sale now for a quarter of the usual price, a quarter, one-fourth the amount, because I want every woman to be able to thrive, not just survive the holidays and create who she is into the new year. I mean, this is literally the best deal and the best time that you can jump into a support system and really start feeling like your new true self again. So imagine this. Instead of trudging through the trouble spots on your own, you have a full-blown comeback course, a coach, and other divorced women by your side every day, every week to heal through the holidays, to do November, December, and all of January with, to troubleshoot the tough stuff in real time when it pops up using our private voice chat. Like we're off social media, but my women know that they can contact all of us and myself for real-time support in that voice chat. It is unlike anything I've ever offered. You will have new weekly lessons, worksheets, and breathwork audios every single week that are literally the step-by-step process. So you can go at your own pace. There is a private member portal that you get access to as soon as you join. And not only that, but we also have live weekly virtual group calls. So basically, Zoom calls live in real time with your group to review your next steps and get hot seat coaching if you desire. And if you don't desire, you show up that week, we talk about the lessons, we do a ton of self-development, and then you can listen to what other people need. And a lot of times that translates into exactly what you need too. I call this the comeback accelerator because it takes all of my signature system and super speeds it into three months that I know you need it the most. We will transform together from November to January so that you heal those wounds and move into the new year celebrating your new chapter. It is totally time to trade in the lonely for a life that you look forward to again. And I know as soon as this episode airs, listen, spots are limited. And because all my communities are really tight-knit, So spots are limited. It's going to go fast because of this special offer. Again, a quarter of its normal price. So go to your divorce planner hub, H-U-V, H-U-B, like Heidi B, yourdivorceplannerhub.com today and book a quick, a quick, quick, quick clarity call. The only reason for this call is not to sell you on anything. It's literally to hear your story, figure out where you're at and make sure that this is the right fit for you. I will. I refuse to let women sign up for this experience who are not the right fit. 
And if I'm not your right coach, you'll know it right away. If you're not the right fit, you'll know it right away. And the call is super quick. So it's just literally to make sure it's right for you. All right. We want you to make sure that your time and your energy and your resources are well spent here. So go beyond these holiday hacks and join me today. There's tons of accountability. There are endless amounts of tools and support. Now is the time to create your comeback going into the new year. So thanks for tuning in. I hope this helps. And remember, you are safe, you are loved, and you are enough. Go out into the world, shine your light bright, and live a limitless life. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for tuning in. If you loved our chat or know someone who would, take a quick screenshot and share it now or leave a five-star review so this message can reach the masses. Let's continue connecting. Drop me a DM at Your Divorce Planner or go to yourdivorceplannerhub.com to start coordinating your comeback today. You can even schedule a free connection call to dive into your desires and understand how partnering with Your Divorce Planner will be a game changer for your next chapter. Tune in next week for another transformational topic. And remember, you are loved, you are worthy, you are enough. Take care.